Welcome to the Kayak Bass Nation. What's up, everybody? Happy Monday night to you. Welcome to KBN Live. Uh, I'm Jeff Malott, my partner Ryan Lambert, as always, over there. We're excited to to have a hilarious, special, whatever you want to call him, guest tonight. <laughs> Fat Cat Newton's in the waiting room. We're getting ready to bring him on uh, here shortly. He just popped into the to the green room, so I'm excited to see where this is going to go tonight, Ryan. We talked before we came on uh, what direction we're going to go with this, and we're not really sure. It's going to be wild. <laughs> Probably just downhill, straight downhill, if I had to guess. But. Straight down the tubes, okay. But I'm ready uh, for it. Yeah, man. Uh, we want to talk about a few quick things before we get him in here. Uh, of course, uh, KBF had an event over the weekend, or two events, uh, back-to-back, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, Tennessee Boy did some damage over there. Jimmy McClurkin, we've had him on KBN Live before. One, yep. one Saturday, came in second on Sunday, so and he's also my old town teammate. So shout-out to Jimmy. And uh, Robert Weicker won on Sunday, I think I read, if I'm not mistaken, who we right. had on a few weeks ago. That's right. Congrats so, to Robert as well. It looked like Kentucky Lake was fishing stingy. There were yeah. <laughs> there were a couple good limits at the top, but uh, I was reading Tim Isaac's updates. You know, he, he's been uh, doing like uh, – Tourney write-ups, basically, and I was reading his, and it looked uh, it looked tough out there. So I'm I'm glad I did not participate in another Kentucky Lake event. Yeah, KBF. They went, they went back and gave it a shot, and hopefully that lake comes back because there's a lot of history there with you know the large kayak events kind of starting there. So hopefully it can make a comeback. I don't know. I mean, we've talked about it before. Jay Jay keeps uh, feeding the fish and trying to <laughs> trying to grow them uh, so he can get his ledge bite back out there, but. Uh, it's going to be a couple of years, I'm afraid, for sure. Maybe they can maybe they can crossbreed the carp and call those a species of black if we, bass. Well, what if we just start doing carp tournaments? There's yeah. no law against that, I don't think. Yeah, we get some of these motorized kayaks. We could spike them with uh, forks and rakes and stuff, and who knows what we could do. That'd be a good time. <laughs> uh, KBF National Championship, speaking of KBF, that what are you thinking on the numbers there? It's, it's looking uh, like slim pickings for that yeah, one. Yeah, man, I, I looked before we came on because – it, it was kind of shocking to me. It's sitting at 105 right now. Um, when is it? It's this month, isn't it? Like soon? It's uh, October 13th. So there's over a October, month Okay, ago. so they got a month yeah, left. That, All right. And I know kayakers are, you know, horribly. Uh, no, I say horribly. They got a horrible reputation for being procrastinators and not signing up till the last minute. So I fully expect them to get a big rush. What are you thinking? What are you thinking? If you, if you were going to place bets. Well, with what's going on in the in the world right now, uh, I still I just thought they would hit three hundred, but maybe not at this rate. I think I think three fifty. I think yeah, it'll be three hundred, three fifty. Yeah, three three hundred and fifty. Yeah. Okay, I think fair so. enough. I know it's a it's a big chunk of change, and a lot of puppy, people will hold on that to the last minute. So you know, yeah. procrastinators, three hundred, three fifty. So hopefully, a good showing. Obviously, Caddo and those lakes down there are a good place to fish. So we'll. I love Caddo. That is Thanks. a that's a great fishery for sure. Yeah. Fun to see the show. We see a lot of people in the comments tonight. Uh, Scylla with the WDO. We got uh, merchandise coming, as you saw. Appreciate it, Scylla. Oh, man. Chase helped us out, I, you know, kicking the idea around. And uh, I was like, dude, we have to do some WDO koozies or something. Uh, yeah. So Chase put together some of his leather wear, some of his finest leather. And uh, we'll have some Kayak Bass Nation koozies. Hopefully, I'll have them in hand this week. Yeah, let us know where you're watching from. We got some people on Facebook and on YouTube. We need your help, and that is by sharing. It doesn't cost you a thing to share our Facebook post. So share the stream so other people can see this. It should be a fun night. Uh, one more thing we want to get to before we get, I don't know what to call him, Mr. Newton, Mr. Cat. What do we, what do we call him for? We get, we, yeah, we got we got a lot of questions we got to cover. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, Bass Lacrosse this is the last Bass event is this month, and then – BOS Pickwick, the final shot at qualifying for the 2C. It's yes. both in September, so the seasons are winding down. And man. I know you and Dylan will be in the crib shooting your shot, trying to skate into the TOC. And I think uh, uh, Tariq Walker's staying there too, right? Or he no? is. He is. Yep. So he's right. He's right there. I mean, I think there'll be three or four people that are all within. A, you know, we might be slashing each other's tires there on day two, trying to get. I'm just points. glad I stay with a bunch of bums. That way, yeah. I don't have to sweat That's anything. Right. That's right. <laughs> Appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, yeah, yeah, for real. But uh, looking forward to that, man. So I don't know what the BOS – obviously, we were just there at uh, lacrosse with the BOS. I don't know what the bass event's going to pull. Uh, hopefully, they can have a big turnout for that. And then BOS, and then, boom, it's state championships everywhere, and the TOC's here, national championships here. So I'm just ready for hunting season, man. Yeah, things are winding down. <laughs> yeah, hunting season. But anyway, what do you think? I'm going to get Let's this, uh, Let's this fine it. gentleman in here. All right, we'll take a quick break, and we will get Fat Cat Newton in here in just a second. 
Here we go. KBN Live is brought to you by Western Sun Vodka. Western Sun Vodka is a 10 times distilled, award-winning, gluten-free vodka. They are independently owned and crafted in Pilot Point, Texas. All right. So hey. I asked this before you came on. Do I call you Mr. Mr. Cat? Mr. Newton? Fat Cat? What, what do we call you here, sir? Dude, it's all good, man. Fat. A lot of times, like when I enter a room, I just see people call me by my first name. Everybody's like, fat, fat. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, hey, welcome to KBN Live. Yeah, man. I appreciate y'all having me on. Yeah, this is gonna be a, this is gonna be a fun one, Ryan. How'd you pull this off, man? Uh, I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, we bullshit back back and forth on social media, and I was like, dude, you need to come on our podcast one night. And it was when he posted the the meme that I that I shared of uh, bass boaters running over kayakers. That's when I was like, this guy, this guy, we need to we need to bring him into our world. Appreciate you getting a joke. Some people didn't get the joke. Uh, it's a baboon on a tricycle running over a kid, like. <laughs> Bro, it's a baboon running a kid over. I'm not talking about a bass boat like killing a kind. People took it out. (laughs) (laughs) That uh, that blew up pretty quick. Uh, The comment section was very entertaining. (laughs) People talking about pulling out guns and lead. Everybody talks big on the social media, don't they? Well. So, so we say that uh, we actually had a guy on our Gunnersville kayak tournament pull out a gun and shoot at a dude in a bass boat. Really? <laughs> the dude was trying to run him over in the bass boat, and he freaking pulls his pistol out, bap, bap, right in front of the boat, and he's like, you're going to need to stop right there. <laughs> yeah, man, once some get some, I guess. Yeah, don't bring a bass boat to a gunfight. Like- <laughs> no, no, they learned an important lesson that day. Yeah, dude, that's crazy. I never uh, – it's weird – the, uh, the bass boot hitting the kayak. I, like, I see the banner back and forth like from the Kayak Bass Nation. And, uh, dude, like in my circles, I never hear any bass boat dudes bash kayak anglers. If anything, you know, uh, we talk about kayakers, right? But, like, far as kayak anglers, like, in my circles, we never have that the stupid kayak angler. Like, you guys have great etiquette as far as I'm concerned. Uh, but kayakers in general, <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's no brotherhood there they, they have no they have no chill with the kayak anglers either the regular the recreational kayak anglers, kayak anglers will just buzz right in front of us so there's no there's no connection there either we had uh we had jacob wheeler throw a little shade at, at actually one of the probably the top kayak anglers in in the game uh russ snyder's he of course in one of his little youtube videos or whatever he's kind of Talking some shit, like look at this kayaker going over to cut me off or whatever. But he, like I said, in my circles, yeah, well, yeah. In my circle, keep your circles clean. Keep your circles clean. And I don't know, dude. Maybe his, maybe him talking smack is justified. I don't even know what you're talking about. So I don't know Russ and barely know Jacob. We uh we got it we got it sorted out. Turns out there were there was other GoPros running too that uh that weren't edited. So we. We were able to find the facts pretty handily on that one. Oh, there you go. There it is, man. Proof's in the pudding. The pudding's in the proof. <laughs> Both. Both of them. Going through the comments here. Well, uh, yeah, uh, that's what I was reading. <laughs> Legion yeah. kayakers are hot garbage. <laughs> yeah. People on your side. People on your side, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Fat Cat Newton. <laughs> uh, so how, how did your name come about? Let's go ahead and start at the top here. Yeah, how, dude. How, so, cool story. Uh, here, here's the deal. A uh, long time ago, it's no cool story. It was just pulled out of nowhere. Me and some men, a buddy of mine, back in the day, we wanted to open up a tackle shop, and we were going to name it Fat Cat's Tackle. That never happened. And uh, then one day I got a GoPro for some reason and decided to make a stupid video sitting in front of my computer before I was going fishing. And just that name popped in my head that I was Fat Cat. And then a few videos into it, it gained traction. I became Fat Cat. It was like I didn't – Nobody around my neighborhood knew who the hell Fat Cat was. Like, it's Fat Cat stuff you're doing. I had people say, man, if you ever become something or anything out of this, I'll kill myself. And I was like, here's the bullet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It was crazy. 
I've always been the fat, loud guy that tries to be funny, but like, uh, yeah, man, I got good feedback from my people here around the house, and the fat cat thing uh, grew legs, and here we are, all gut and no butt. Have you <laughs> thought about starting a kayak fishing tournament series? <laughs> I didn't even know you guys <laughs> recently. I thought you guys just went out there. It's the kayak angle is wild, but I haven't. I'm, no, I, I bought all right, a kayak. Okay. What's that? The uh, the Bass Pro on the uh, TR four nine two one twenty eighteen. Yeah, tank, dude. It is a tank. It's. I used it for the video where I used a chainsaw on the ice. Yeah. This was ever since. I like it. I've never I been like built for a kayak. What's, what's a big kayak? Are you guys going to talk to me, or am I just going to keep talking? Or how does this work? Well, you keep you keep freezing up. Yeah, so we're, we're, to make sure we're here. Trying... We're here for you. You keep freezing Sorry, up, so we're trying to make sure you're okay. Uh, but no, did you say what's a what's a, what's a big kayaker? Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Let let us know in the comments because we know we have a few. I want to see if they'll call themselves out. We got we've got some biggins out there that uh, still enjoy the sport, uh, and there's some big kayaks to hold those fellas. So yeah, it, it's not a, it's not a it's not a horse jockey sport. Fat we cat. got some four hundred pat. We got some four hundred four hundred dudes running around out there for sure. I, I, I've been well over 400, and it's just, dude, it's, it's hard for a big dude to, to maneuver around, especially how you cats stand up in the kayaks and all, like, agile. I don't agile like a dairy cow, so it's not going to work out good for me. <laughs> uh, we Well, actually, we build seats into them, so you don't even have to stand up. You can just, <laughs> you just, you sit, can there. just sit there and enjoy yourself. We can, we can put trolling motors on there, power poles, you name it, whatever whatever's going to make your life more comfortable. What's the most expensive I'm not talking about Apex, but like far as a rigged out Hobie or a rigged out, like one of the popular, are we talking, can you guys get 20K tied up into a kayak, electronic? Um, I know, let's see, t I, I, I know like you probably get 12 grand, 10, 12 grand into one, especially with people running these live scopes. A lot of guys are running dual finders now, so they'll, they may run, for instance, like a, you know, hummingbird for down scan and side scan and then a live scope uh simultaneously like we got yeah it's true brad, brad, brad golden said 15k and really i mean kayaks run from you know a little bit under a thousand dollars up to 5k but but it's what ryan said all the stuff you put on them electronics motors whatever you're throwing on there is what runs that price tag up and plus trust me yeah wesley gray said it they put all the things on there <laughs> okay Scylla said she's gonna let you take she said she lives near you you yeah. can take her. You you can take hers out for a ride. Check it out. Yeah. Can y'all hear me at all? Because it seems like everything I say is just falling flat. Am I not funny tonight? Or are we not communicating? No, you you are breaking up some. It's back and forth, back and forth. Are you are you hearing that, Ryan? First of all, don't holler at me. I ever want to try to. Same <laughs> type. I like that. Yeah, I like that. We're getting a world tour of the of the behind the well, scenes. Was that back your there. man cave that we just left? Yeah, 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 yeah. All of a sudden, uh, you sound better. That's because he was inside a metal building. Ah, I see. Some the Wi-Fi is one, but uh, all right, how's this? Are we better? That's pretty good. Sounds better. Yeah, sweet. All right then. Feels it feels like you're running from the wall now, but it sounds better. I'm out of breath and walking about twelve steps, so that's that's one thing. <laughs> Do you have any warrants out for your arrest at all? And it's okay if you don't want to disclose that. They've all been taken care of here lately. Yeah, okay. I have an issue with Waffle House. <laughs> It'd be cool if we could if we could cross this interview over with an episode of Patty Mayo or the Bounty cops. Hunter show. Yeah. Cops, they roll up behind. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm in white. where I'm at. You never know. You never know who's going to pop up through here. So you're you're somewhat of a YouTubist. That's how that's how you started doing some things, correct? I, that's how I started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's how yeah, that's how I started here lately. Not so much, but yeah. Right, right. Well, now you're a professional, a national professional, apparently, as as yeah, they yeah, say. <laughs> so how did that transition come about? Tell these kids at home because everybody starts a YouTube channel. That's everybody's, you know, that's everybody's first move is buy a GoPro, don't know how to edit, and then start a YouTube channel. So tell these kids, like, how, how the stair steps work here to get to be Fat Cat Newton. Yeah, dude, uh, YouTube is stupid. Everything that you're going to do is stupid. Uh, <laughs> all right. Stupid, it's all going to suck. 
Like you're not going to fire up a channel and get 100K overnight, Bobby. Not going to happen. You're going to get your feelings hurt. You're going to post the best videos of your life and get 112 views. And you're going to want to jump off a bridge at low tide. It's, it's horrible, dude. It really is. It's, it's hard to get into that. You got to get traction, man. I don't care. Like there's a dude, Shannon Wheeler, uh, dude, let's fish. Post some of the best stuff out there. And like he has like a thousand subs on YouTube and killing it for like over a year cons- consistently. Like you got some guys that just throw crap against the wall, and like pff, algorithm just takes it off. And then you see this dorks just, just killing it. And you're like, God, I don't want to be a dork. You know what I mean? Sometimes like do you sacrifice being a dork to get subscribers? Or like do you just stand on your driveway doing podcasts of guys you don't know about kayak fishing? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. Uh, that's the you're on it. This is my light on but yeah this is awesome content yeah dude start a channel do it there's a million reasons not to the main thing is if you're going to do it be consistent and don't let the views affect you keep grinding keep grinding and then for everybody out there all these that been uh followers subscribers is one thing on youtube but even like on your social media thing don't get caught up on the amount of subscribers so many people like man i just wish i had this many subscribers Try to do like, because uh, I couldn't get that many subscribers, so I kind of changed it up. I went by who was following me, right? So, like, now when I look, if I make a post, I see who's following me. Like, the people that, that I kind of, I guess you would say, look up to, the people that I'm a fan of are following me. So, it's not always about how many, it's about who, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah and, and let me say, the dorkiest thing you can do is buy followers, and there's a few that have done that. So, don't oh, do man. that. That's, yeah, dude. Or being a grown man asking another dude to follow you. Like, if you're grown and you're... <laughs> some, some dudes just don't get it. But I just, yeah, that's corny. You don't, you don't ask somebody to follow you. Oh, it's like your buddy and you just started a channel. But like, you don't... Yeah, you said you don't want to be a dork. Have you ever tried the less clothes route to get views or subscribers? No, I've never been a dork. No, no, no. Hell I'm yeah, he has. <laughs> Hell yeah, he has. I have sold my soul. I've, I've <laughs> sold my soul. <laughs> Looking like a gallon of milk on setting on two popsicle sticks. I'm built for I have sold my soul. And that's why like, I get people. That's why like, I like to make fun of people because I make fun of myself more than anybody else. So if you don't like it, I don't know. I try to like bust chops with people who bust chops back. And like the kayak community, kayak bass nation, like Jesus, dude. You guys do nothing but bust chops. That's right. <laughs> It's we a like family. To, we like to roast a little bit, but if you don't, if you don't joke around, and and you know they say there's always some truth to a joke. Like you gotta, you gotta kind of call people out every now and then. That, that's what keeps them honest. If if you just pat everybody on the back, then there'll be all kinds of dumb shit going on in the world. I'm not disagreeing with that. Yeah. If anyone has a specific question for Fat Cat, shoot it in the comments. We'll make sure we get it on the screen. I know we want to talk about several things. Uh, you know, you got that hat on there, sir. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about that, the, the MPFL and, and its first season and how, how that's going for y'all. Yeah, dude, so National Professional Fishing League, uh, it's going awesome, dude. It's crazy. Every tournament exceeds my expectations. It's, it's crazy. I just never thought it would. I don't know. It's good stuff. We have, uh, like, next year we'll have full field, 125. Sorry about the camera. This really sucks, I feel like. Uh, no, it's good. You sound a lot. You sound a lot better than you did inside. We so. don't. We don't want you for your looks. Wait, was I my mean, audio cutting off? Or was the video cutting off? It was the audio. The audio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just did all this for nothing, probably. But it's all good. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad you got out, got some fresh air. You know, toured the neighborhood. Exercise for the day. Got my exercise. There's, there's been a dude behind you for like five minutes, but we didn't want to say nothing. <laughs> yeah. You're safe. Uh, yeah, I'm, we're good around here. Uh, 125 anglers, you're looking at one thing unique about us, dude. Full field fishes all three days. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, dude, I, I like it too. It, it makes things interesting and it's great for your guys sitting back and getting your teeth kicked in. You can come back for day three and really mess somebody else's day up. But <laughs> yeah, dude, it's, it's, a cool, it's a cool trail. They try to space the tournaments out. We have a lot of blue collar guys. I mean, we got guys that. It's it's blue collar tournament trail that's attracting some of the bigger names. Like next year, dude, y'all are going to see a couple familiar names fishing NPFL. And like, you guys could be like, oh, 
<laughs> it's crazy. Like in that part of it, all my life's turning off. A big man come through here and just started shutting my life. But, and the people that we have involved, there's not a lot of people involved, but everybody involved truly cares, man. Like we all like feel like, oh man, are we, are we about to do something? Like, are we a part of something? Like you guys know what kayak bass nation, man, starting something new when there's already other things out there. So many people like, ah, they ain't going to make it, man. You know, you got a target on your back. So you go oh, yeah. into that with that mindset of like, we're not going to give them any ammunition. We're going to try to learn by the other mistakes that have been made in the past, put our anglers first and just try to stay in our lane. You know what I mean? And, yeah, and, and you guys are mainly focused around, around the actual quality of the tournament too, where some other organizations may be more focused on bigger business deals and, and that kind of thing, uh, which I think kind of sets, sets you guys apart. Uh, right now we you can't reinvent the wheel right you got to think of little things to be different like i said just try to change it up to set yourself different like having the, the drive up weigh-ins some people might not dig them i think they're cool like we got every dude gets to pull up and do a drive up weigh-in and step off their boat onto the stage i think that's great for the anglers uh just a lot of cool stuff man. i don't even know like i don't even know what i'm talking about <laughs> yeah. I, I was talking to Ryan before we came on about this because right now in kayak fishing, there's I, I'd say there's three major trails. There's the Bass Nation stuff, the Hobie stuff, and then KBF, which has been around a while. Uh, and we all act like that's all there's ever going to be, but I'm sure there's going to be something pop up, kind of like the NPFL did out of nowhere. Like, hey, here we come. We're doing something a little bit different. Uh, there's always room for another quality organization, wouldn't you say? For sure, and I think it's it doesn't necessarily have to be – doing something different but you know you see some of these trails have have weaknesses that they i don't know don't fix or don't care to fix or whatever i think that's what opens the door you can come in and do something better like you don't have to do it completely different but you can do it better and that's that's gonna you know get you a following and bring you success to your own little deal oh whoa we got full full body view uh so somebody said on the yeah. in the chat here that yes. uh the one thing the MPFL does, and it isn't cheap to pull it off, is they have a good live feed. And you guys do have a quality live feed. Dude, appreciate that. Uh, I had no idea. I'm, so, I'm trying to get situated for y'all, man. Um, You're good. You're good. No idea, dude. This is, this, is, this is how I run my life, in case y'all didn't realize, man. No, it's good, man. Ryan's my co-host. We know how it goes. Yeah. We're, <laughs> we really uh, – it's a miracle we even get on air every week. Yes. So. Yeah, there's – question and what's the name of this podcast no, I'm just, uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> call it what you want to i don't care canceled is what we usually refer to it as yes yeah, i know all about that life but no you asked about the the live feed y'all have a great live feed and that's not cheap to pull off that's not easy to pull off so the, the, what it's there's a reason i think the other guys don't have traveling studios uh, you, it's uh, the, the live feed is cool. It's a lot of equipment that goes into it, dude. A lot of expensive equipment, uh, uh, and then like just the manpower behind it. Yeah, dude. It, our first live, like our first you follow tournament, and then going back and watch is like, dude, this is us. <laughs> like, <laughs> we did this. like this group of people did this. Yeah, it, it, it blows me away, man. I, I'm not sound like I'm a company man, but I actually am a company man. And like I'm impressed by everything the ownership has done so far, and and, and whoever they've involved themselves with, like especially you know, with Fink's Media, and like the stuff they're doing is it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So how how did you get pulled in? How did you get pulled in on this? How did that take shape? I don't have anything else going on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, they man, just like, they just checked your Microsoft Outlook, and they were like, "He's free for the next five years. Let's go ahead and see if he yeah. wants to jump in." What uh, I don't know. It was they had talked to me a, a early in the early stages, and they mentioned it to me, and I was skeptical, man. It really was because of what they were talking about doing. And uh, the, every time we talked, things got more serious and more serious. And then I found out like he was getting, it. and then uh, yeah, man, they signed Luke, and I was like, oh, they just signed. Oh yeah, I'm interested. You know, I was already interested, but that solidified it because like. I love that dude to death. I think his chemistry, our chemistry is money. And uh, I just like him as a person. So when I found out he was coming on, I was like, oh, this is, this is going to be good. Hey, y'all got a good crew over there. 
And they also went out and got. Uh, yeah. like, there's no more opinionated guy in fishing, right? Bigger personality than David Dully. He's going to tell you how it is, whether you want to hear it or not. And uh, <laughs> stuff cracks me up. So. And that was cool of the uh, MLF guys to not throw a fit about him coming over to do, you know, color commentary or whatever for, for the MPFL, you know? Or did they? Maybe they did behind the scenes. But I, I, I was took well. I was like, that's, that's solid. That was definitely solid because they could have easily said, no, nah, we'd rather you not. Yeah, man, yeah. so and I thought it was cool. We got some questions. Let me throw some questions up, Ryan. Do it, uh, do it. Somebody do it. asked about Luke Duncan. They said, do you, do you like Luke Duncan or Dave Mercer better? <laughs> <laughs> Blink twice uh, if it's yeah. Luke. No. Yeah, I, I was never expecting anything like this. Yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I want to say Luke Duncan. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Luke Duncan, but I don't really know Dave other than what I've seen him from time to time. So, yeah, I think we say Luke on the <laughs> Yeah. I, I enjoy the, the traveling circus. I listen to this podcast pretty regular on, on the road. So, uh, let's see we go. Another one here. Silla Johnson's got a question. Who's a better angler, Paul Benson or Jeremy Jeremiah Eads? Oh, dude, uh, Jeremiah Eads. I don't like this turn off. Yeah, Jeremiah Eads is supposed to be hammered. He's one of those dudes on social media that doesn't get the respect he deserves as far as the quality of content and his fishing skills and the knowledge that he shares. He's a stick dude. I went with him on St. Clair. That was one of my recent YouTube videos. Almost died on St. Clair with him, so... <laughs> It was but, but his fault. I guess it kind of was his fault. We caught fish. We caught big fish. My, several of my PB, smallmouth, and uh, yeah, dude. So you know, Jeremiah eats Paul. Suck it. He's a horrible fisherman, but a great person. <laughs> How big of a part do you think the social media side plays into being a successful pro? And I say that because you know a lot of these pros they're not making a living off the fish that they catch. They're making a living off sponsorships and, you know, endorsements and that kind of thing. How, how important do you think that is to be either balanced or much better on the social media side versus your actual skill set as an angler? Bro, fishing doesn't even matter anymore. <laughs> like, I mean, it's, got, like, yes. it's, it's due to the corporations. It's due to the people that see dollar signs that are influencing their – athletes to create content they still want them to do good use their product doing good but like it's yeah man uh, uh yeah, bringing the chrome home is not you know it used to be a time like it, it's changed the game no doubt about it it's changed the game i remember like i started this in 2014 and uh just in those what seven or almost eight years now how much has changed it's it's crazy like you had guys back then that were making fun of YouTubers and like YouTube, blah, 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 and this and that. And I saw YouTube bringing in those corporate dollars taken away from their sponsor because the corporation could actually see a return. You know, it wasn't you say, we'll give you 50000 to put a name inside the boat, and then, oh, you're traveling this many miles, that equates to this, then you do this, you do that. Like, no, it's, I mean, it makes sense. You can yeah, so, social sure media, man, you, you, can, you can show them real numbers with social media. You know what I mean? Yeah. YouTube subs, views, whatever. You know what I mean? That's different than I'm gonna win you a tournament this year. You know, you got, you got hard statistics. <laughs> hard statistics. You can show them, and that that changed everything. And Damn and man. we see it on our side. And and where we're at in in the kayak fishing world is it's still young. It's still growing. I mean, we see it. You know, exponential every year. The expansiveness that the sport takes on. But we have guys, girls, both that come in and they can kick ass like they can fish they can jump in a glass boat and cash checks all day they don't care anything about the social media part like to be honest with what they're doing right now they should be knocking down 50 or 60 grand a year but they don't put the time or effort into the social media side and like you said the game has changed and if people want to see money in their checking account you have to do that that that's as big a part of this dream that we're chasing as anything else is million percent dude it's it's you you can you can make a living fishing with never fishing a tournament there's so many people doing it now like it's just i just i'm speaking the obvious but like tournament fishing like it's 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 uh it's 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 yeah man i'm fishing 
you got to tighten up. You like you said, you got to have that social media game point. You got to be making whether it's YouTube videos, and TikTok, dude. A lot of people discredit TikTok. I've noticed here lately about the values less. Oh, you have k on TikTok, but well, that's it. blah 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 on this, or you know, you can only make money on TikTok videos with TikTok video. That's the purpose. And TikTok gets shade, but here's there's viewership there. So hold. I mean, it's pretty organic. It's a pretty organic reach. TikTok is like. You know, you don't you don't see all the fake accounts and whatnot. Uh, like Instagram, for instance, you'll get uh, I, maybe it's just me. You'll get like nine hundred freaking uh, OnlyFans chicks trying to follow your follow your Instagram. That doesn't seem to necessarily be as much of the case on uh, on on TikTok. And did, like did you said, I mean, did you link you your accounts, some, Ryan? Uh, no, no, I did okay, not. Maybe, sir. Okay. Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> not today, Isis. Not today. Or what? You defeat videos or what? God, don't say you that, can't man. Say that, I man. got literally, literally got banned for seven days on Facebook because one of our patrons, uh, I, I put up a uh, what was that? I put up a poll asking what kind of uh, products they would like us to carry in the the Kayak Bass Nation store, and somebody said Lambo's feet picks, and I said how much, and I got banned for seven days. For trying to solicit feet pictures, apparently. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No more of that. You can, talk about, you, you can talk about the Taliban, but not feet. No. Leave the feet out of this. One thing that drives me crazy. Like I try to repost some of my old videos on TikTok. Like, I, I'm always breaking guidelines. They will not let me post older videos, even like on Instagram now, but they'll, they'll let the others. I don't know. The censorship cracks me up too, but I guess rather be safe than sorry. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's a wild time. I, I, I don't know. I, I've got like a couple of my friends. They they're country singers or whatever, and they will post their own music on Instagram, and Instagram and Facebook will flag it and take it down. They literally wrote the shit. Like let them do whatever they want to with that. That's that's what pisses me off. I don't like censorship at all. We were actually Jeff and I were discussing this about just throwing in however much it costs, fifteen twenty grand, and building an app just so we don't have to deal with all this crazy crap because to be honest the government or zuckerberg or whoever could just wake up and flip the switch and we don't exist anymore like we're gone don't even get in i mean that's another do topic it. do it no, come on big brother come on big brother do we control us the people in power of social media or you know it's well, the thing is, we think about it. Dude, we built our lives around social media. We made ourselves vulnerable to the way, like you said, one flip of the switch. It's a wrap, Bobby. Yeah. All these fishing organizations, man, all these local clubs, all these national clubs, they count on Facebook and everything else to network and drive their membership and talk about events and do podcasts like we're doing right now. So to turn that off, you know, with us having no control over that, it's kind of freaky. We don't want that. All this work we put in. We don't want them to turn the switch off on us. Yeah, yeah. yeah you never know. Wild time. We're getting too serious. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Getting too serious. We've got some. We've got uh, a couple more questions. I want to go back and find. Oh, oh. Me something. Here you go. Uh, what about that new ride from iCast, Fat Cat? <laughs> how about that, dude? Like, how about one of my stupid ideas being the biggest thing at iCast? I, it was crazy. The game changer, cash and rides and myself been working on that since 1987 when I won back-to-back classics in July. (laughs) And we meant to tell you guys, if you'll give us a like and a share, the winner, Fat Cat's going to send a game changer to. The the first one that comes to production. Whoever whoever we draw randomly, Fat Cat is going to send game changer at least a personalized picture to. Yeah, you know, I'll see a picture. I got plenty of pictures. <laughs> yeah, the, the first one that comes off the production line will be sent out to uh, somebody. First is when they get released. I had them put a, <laughs> a bait caster and a spinning reel on the same rod, guys, guys on the bottom, fully functional, all that good stuff, and fished with it at uh, David Gaston's, uh, one of our anglers, NPFL anglers. He's in Sylacauga, Alabama, trophy pond. But yeah, dude, uh, Fully functional, fully fishable, but you, it makes it, it cross. It's I haven't caught two fish one time yet, but it's crazy. You can cast your crankbait this way and crash your cast your shaky head this way. A little crank, crank, a little wiggle, wiggle, and boom goes a <laughs> knob. Wow, 
from both of them. It's, That's smart. <laughs> that is smart. It's like a Swiss Army knife of fishing poles. The boys at ICAST couldn't get enough. Yeah. You know, the funny part was a lot of people thought that was real. Yeah, like dude. A real product. It is coming. real, Jeff. Shut up. You know up. what I'm what saying. What are you talking about? The release date, April 1st. Maybe I'm the stupid go. one. Maybe I'm the dumb one. I didn't think it was real. It's My funny bad. that you used a guy from Alabama to signify, you know, a rod and reel combo that probably looks a lot like his family tree. <laughs> so <laughs> it's good that you could get brother and sister right there together. David Gast will laugh at that. <laughs> no, We're, we'll be in Florence, Alabama, week after next. So don't don't look us up, please. Uh, we, we got a serious question for you, sir. Oh, Let me shit. get this one up on the screen. Uh-oh. Have you ever worn cutoff overalls? <laughs> well, Mr. I, uh, not in public, I guess. <laughs> not coming short, man, with cheeks hanging out the back. Oh, that's, that's how you get the views. Come on, Fat Cat. That's how you get the views and likes. That would be good. Yeah. How long have you been working with Cashin on uh, product development? Uh, 2014. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's what I got with them dudes, and ever since then, that's why they're become so popular because of me putting them in my yeah, video. for sure. Rods and stuff like that. Did you design the knitted woven grips? That's my favorite part about a cashing rod. Yeah, dude, I did not, but I will take credit for it. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> no, dude, that's what that's cool about our rods. That's one thing that sets our rods apart from a lot of others. Like one thing about cashing. Made here in the USA, we roll our own blanks right in Stanford, North Carolina. Sets us apart from most of the other ride companies out there. There are some other companies that do that. But yeah, man, so that is that is a carbon fiber, fiberglass, open deal. Uh, we tried talking about this, but hey, man, I, I talk too much. No. We tried going to Kevlar, man, and uh, Kevlar, I like Kevlar. It feels good. It felt, it felt as good, if not better. But just I just don't know. I just don't know if it's going to hold up as well as the other carbon fiber fiberglass deal. I like their grips, and I haven't heard I hadn't heard any any bad things about a cash and rod. Actually, a lot of my buddies that I fish with in the club here swear by them up and down. They'll fight you over a cash and rod. So I, I like them a lot, dude. I like the people like Matt Cash and Paul Benson's one of those dudes. He's VP. They've always been good, man, and uh, customer service warranty. Yeah, dude, I, I'll say that we're, we're a growing company, you know what I mean? And with growing, being a growing company, growing pains, where, especially with everything going on with shipping, getting this here, that there, we've definitely had our battles with that as well. Making sure that we take care of everybody that's taking care of us. Good stuff. Uh, any more questions, throw them in the comments for us. Selling it, boy. That's right, selling it. Hey, let me ask you this, because you mentioned KBN earlier, the Kai Bass Nation group page that you kind of – Kind of you kind of peeked around in there and said we talk a lot of smack and all that. I wanted to ask you about in the in the powerboat world. What kind of is there any real is a real drama behind the scenes that we don't know about over there? Because people act like it's just a bunch of people just act Come like it's kayakers. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm being facetious, sort of, but the people act like us little kayak anglers have all these problems. But I, I want to hear you know it's everywhere, isn't it? Yeah. If we're being honest, it's everywhere, right? Everybody has a toxic circle. Every group, whether you're in motocross, bass fishing, whatever, do you have those? Yeah, yeah, man, of course you have that. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. And I just try to keep my distance, man. I try not to engage with any of that stuff because I don't, I'm not, I hate confrontation, but I don't, I'm not scared of confrontation, so I try to stay on the outskirts of, you know what I mean? It's there. You're right. it's, I'm not in our it. little sport right now, if if you go and say something about so-and-so or y'all got a beef or whatever, and you call it out in public or via, you know, forum or whatever, nobody's, I mean, you know, nobody's fired, nobody's jobless, nobody's homeless. If these pros go out and say what they really think, they're most likely fired from whatever their organization is, <laughs> or they just got dropped by three sponsors and now they can't pay their mortgage. <laughs> Nobody wins, but the people at home watching, they get a little kick out of it, but everybody in that. So what's the use, man? Catch that dude on the side face-to-face -face and tighten him up. Or You know what I'm saying? Or yeah. tighten up yourself. But, like, yeah, I, I don't – yeah, I'm, I'm good on all the – I've been doing this for a while, and I'm, 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 I'm pretty good at trolling, but, like, <laughs> I'm, I mean, I, I'm not hot. I'm not hiding behind a fake account. You know what I mean? I probably know people that do that without even knowing it's them. I don't even know, but like the, the, the troll accounts and stuff, like it's, 
I get it. It's funny to a certain extent, but uh, I just try not to like. I don't know, man. I, if I'm gonna, I want to talk. I'm gonna walk it. I guess you could say. If you got, if you got to hide behind some, some. Let me. I'm not trying to sound like Billy Badass either. I feel like I just sound like a little. I'm not trying to sound that way. I'm just trying to say like. I mean, I think if you're hiding behind somebody else's name or a fake account, then you're a pansy ass. Why do you not have the balls to stand up and say whatever you got to say anyway? Wait a minute. Sometimes it's right. Sometimes it's wrong. I mean, not Ryan Lambert might might agree with me. You you got a fake account. It's called not Ryan Lambert. It's yeah. It's actually my name. Like if I'm gonna stick a foot in my mouth, it's gonna be my own. I don't need to hide behind anything. I don't mind it if it's not uh, malicious to another person. But if you're if you're throwing shade or if you're trolling someone that can't defend themselves, or I got if you just if, you're, if it's a personal attack, I'm not down with that life. But if you're making a, a general troll beam or whatever about just fishing in general, then you know, I think cool. my own my own account is a troll account. <laughs> I think that is my actual account. It's really, it's really what it is. Uh, yeah. I think people. People in general just take everything too serious and don't know how to laugh enough. You know, a lot of times we're just trying to laugh and make fun of folks in a, in a fun way. But people yeah. get too crazy. <laughs> in a fun way. In a fun then way. they start crying and it's not fun anymore. Trust me, I get made fun of a lot, especially in the private chats, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we're glad to have you, Jeff. I I'll send you these off. I had a dude from... <laughs> Moscow or the Ukraine or somewhere like that the other day. One of my videos did some things over there. Because it's funny, like when you got videos, sometimes they just take off in a certain region. And I'll just get all this foreign language and comments. And I'll, <laughs> anyway, this dude came at me, man, and he said all these words I don't understand. And I was like, hey, man, you must have bad service. Your phone's breaking up. I can't understand you. So then he does voice text back to me. And this dude says some things to me that like, my mama knew. She'd be going to Moscow to tighten old boy up. Well, then he's sitting, dude. There's some wild people out there, dude. Like the, I, I'll send you. It's like I can't I don't even know why I brought it up because without <laughs> like an international to, incident. Yeah, I'm glad I don't live in Moscow. It's Moscow. Yeah, don't mess with Russia right now. I'm gonna yeah. go ahead and throw that out there. Bad stuff. Uh, anybody? Else? We got an argument going in the comments with Jay Wall and Jim Clark about ducket rods. We don't need all that talk in our chat. Handle that offline, gentlemen. Uh, uh, keep it. Keep it going. Keep it okay. <laughs> never mind. Keep it going, Ryan says. Keep it going. Keep it going. Keep it going. Jay Wallen said. Jay Wallen said he will knock Jim Clark's eyes out like the ducats. That's what he said. He said you ain't gonna have no eyes either. <laughs> I just got sued. I just got sued. <laughs> I just heard my mailbox open. I've yeah. been served. Damn Goodbye, it. KBN Podcast. It's ah, been a good run. Sorry, Boyd. Sorry, Boyd. <laughs> it's been a good run. Uh, Matt Fentress asked when the 22 schedule released. We got a real question. So when's y'all okay, schedule release? Uh, we might release it at Grand. Our next tournament's at Grand. Uh, here, uh, da, 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 October 2nd is Showdown Saturday. So... We'll probably uh, release it then. Okay. So I have yeah. a I have a real question too, since he's going to get serious on us. Um, what What's the process to qualify to fish your series? Um, you know, is there is there like a farm league? Like, how do you kind of step your step your way up? It's a farm league. So like the first <laughs> year, it didn't work that way. You know what I mean? Like, real talk. The first year, like it's uh. I'll be candid. I don't think anybody watches y'all's podcast anyways. Uh, That's true. That's true. That's true. Not, not anymore. Not after tonight. <laughs> you can look at it. You can see, like, we our full field is 125. We didn't start with 125. So we had people drop out in hardships and other reasons. So we, we reached out to some people that were willing to come on. So at first, yeah, dude, it was, it was a – it was a uh, – you had to qualify through – Ownership's approval, I guess. I'm gonna be honest, dude. You're asking me questions. I don't have the answer. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. No, no, you're cool. I'm good. I'm not gonna sit here and dodge bullets. I'm just gonna be upfront and honest with you. Like, uh, you, you, yeah. I wondered the same. Like, what was it? And uh, we had guys that wanted to fish. This year won't necessarily be the same way. Like, we have guys that, well, as of right now, like we, there's a lot on the waiting list. Um, it's crazy. But yeah, and it dude, ain't cheap. There was no. There was no there was no feeder league. The goal is to eventually have one, hopefully. Uh, but yeah, 
So I just got a big bass check out of the mailbox. So it's pretty safe to say I've got 400 bucks to burn. Do I need to send that straight to you, or how do I need to how do I need to get into get in on this here? Bring it in. I mean, are you trying to bribe me? Yeah. Yes. I get you on the wait list. Yeah. I tell you one thing. <laughs> I, I tell you one thing, Ryan. It, I get you on the wait list. All right. Okay. All right. Fair. It's not cheap. You got. I mean, it's you know you had to pony up some money up front to get in there. Yeah, it is five grand a tournament, man. It's thirty yeah. grand. Yeah. And that's what I say. it's it's uh all right. And these guys, the way it works is. This year, the way it is, because of the amount of anglers we had, we had over 100 anglers, uh, $425,000 purse at every tournament. And first played, first place was 50000 And then we paid all the way back to 36 spot. 36 spot got nine. 37th got zero. So that's how we did that, man. And we, we thought by doing it that way, it kind of gave guys a chance to put a little... Uh, change in the piggy bank it kind of helps when, when you when you're finishing 70th and getting a 200 check yeah uh, yeah so we got we got some of that in our in our little world some of these tournaments are top heavy they'll pay the top 10 percent and then bass came in and went with a you know a bass pay structure to where they're paying you know 30 something dudes every tournament that's fine unless you don't have like a lot of people show up and then the first place guy just <laughs> won this derby and takes home two grand or whatever like that's not uh no offense to two grand but that's not really what you know what you're out here chasing these national trails for on our end and i know it's completely different on the bass boat side but we see some glass boat tournaments with lower payouts than our kayak tournaments i mean numbers wise it's definitely impressive that, that what you guys have going on, especially coming from seven years ago, like eight years, like how it's evolved in the past seven, eight years. It's crazy. And it really in the is. last three years, shit, $2,000 used to yeah, be like a big like, tournament for us, you know? I didn't even care before I got into Fat Cat. I, I really didn't care about a lot of things in the fishing world. But as soon as I found out I had an opportunity, like, I started paying attention. So here I am. <laughs> Yeah. You, know, you know, I think maybe the next evolution for us, Ryan, is the MPFL, and just like uh, other leagues, you have to put a deposit down or pay the entry fee before the season even starts. Yeah. Uh, it, the kayak world, we could really see some more consistent numbers God. if they required that, but I don't know if people will do it. they probably people freak out. People would lose their freaking minds. They can't plan to next week, much yeah. less six months from now. Exactly. Shit. If it's something you guys are interested in and just picking a brain and want to know how one starts – I can give you Brad Fuller's contact information. I'm sure he'd be more than glad just to discuss things or even help. Brad's that kind of dude that will give you guys insight. And the ownership in general, very solid to where if you guys are interested in knowing what goes into something like this, I'm sure he'd be more than happy to talk. Jeff? Yeah. yeah. I'm on it. The KBN opens starting in 2024. KBN opens. Mark it down. We're going to do it. Yeah, we yeah. put a camera guy on each one of y'all's boats. Woo. So listen, so we me and Ryan been talking about that. You bring that up. We've been talking about this. Uh, the main thing with us is I don't think you could have a camera in each boat yet because I think the pricing I've done on like signal boosters and the camera required to be about eight to ten grand per kayak. I ain't I ain't doing that. <laughs> but to have a camera boat that went around and we have like you know similar to these other organizations like a live ticker so you can see who's on the leaderboard and where so we have a glass boat running around and going and hitting the top five or ten do a quick you know hey man how's it going like that kind of thing on the water coverage we have a commentator that's you know kind of speaking to what they're doing what their approach is what they're fishing i i don't what scares me about that is if it's like a two or three day tournament what if you give away somebody's juice and then you know only on championship slides in on it this is stuff I had to learn the hard way, bro. Doing a three-day event, I'm talking about, well, Bobby's doing need the mouth of da-da-da. Luke's like, big cat. He's like, you got to shut up. He's like, you're giving those dudes juicy, but you got to say that for day three. Well, you'll be watching the elites man and they drop the damn pin on where they're fishing on the map and like we saw like three or four kayakers going across the dude's feet the next morning i'm like oh shit come on man <laughs> oops hey uh we got a comment from youtube i think it's one of fat cats uh maybe instagram followers or something see if you guys can decipher this 
<laughs> I don't know what's going on over there. Someone want to investigate that. I'm not really sure what's happening over there, but uh, it's getting wild on the YouTube right now. Uh, yeah, there was there was some good questions though. Let me let me get back up to some serious questions. Oh, how did you guys get uh, Rob Turkle, Lunkers TV, from YouTube to join the MPFL? Did he reach out to y'all, or did y'all sell him on the idea, or how'd that go? I didn't have anything to do with that. He reached okay. out to us, I think. I okay. think it may have been a Luke deal. I think uh, that may have been a Luke. He he and Luke may have talked. I want to say okay. that was the Duncan deal. And then we and have then, a real. Course, yeah. You know, the bridge between uh, ownership and Turkle and all that. And then there's a YouTube question, a real one this time. Uh, Dirk White said, with your notoriety in the fishing industry, what has this allowed you to do for others that we might not know about? Maybe outside of fishing or within. Good fishing. question, Dirk. Yeah. Anything? <laughs> it's like a noble answer or something. I don't. Know. Uh, yeah. I don't know, dude. Um, <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I'm gonna go, dude. You want to answer? You trying to get St. Jude Children's Hospital? Okay. There you go. Uh, Ryan Robinson. I did a few on my. He had the best bass tournaments ever known to mankind was a Brian Robinson Real Men Foundation where he would raffle off fishing trips with athlete, professional angler, and you got to go out with them. Uh, did we had to do that there. The years, the people, the lot we had was dumb. Anyways, me doing that, it kind of got my name into the mix. And while I was from Minnesota, St. Jude Children's, the, the hospital, they had their biggest bass tournament. There. It's uh, Dick Kylie's big bass. It was like 23, 24 years. Two years ago, they raised three quarters of a million. Last year they raised like over six hundred thousand in a bass tournament. Hundred actually it's hundred boats. Anyways, me getting hooked up with them dude and being the MC for that. So me getting hooked up being the MC with them, with them not even knowing that I had childhood cancer. And I knew what it was like not to have Saint Jude. It's like Saint Jude, man, is awesome because what Saint Jude does, it comes in and it takes care of all the doctor bills. And that, that, that's where all the stress comes. Like when a kid gets sick, it's not just a kid that suffers. It's pure shit for the entire family. I, I don't cuss like that, on, but it's horrible for the yeah, entire family. So St. Jude comes in and they, they can alleviate all that stress. They can they, they, they will pay your home bills, your car bills, or the doctor bills, though. So like how things just work out in life, man. I'm, I'm not, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a positive vibe kind of like energy dude. And, uh, yeah, dude, and like I never this whole time of being the whole fact that I've never talked about having childhood cancer. Never like it's never it was never like I don't know. But like my life, it was like it gets it, ruined. It was horrible as a child. I was diagnosed when I was nine, went through chemotherapy for twelve, tore my family apart. Like it was but there were good times and bad times, but it really caused a lot of crap that was bad. Real bad. And uh so if it wouldn't be for Fat Cat, I would never have had the opportunity to work with St. Jude like uh like I get to do now, man. So that's probably the That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. I don't really do anything. Yeah. I just get up there and run my lips and I try to bring so I don't raise money or nothing. I don't have any money to give them bro. <laughs> that's something I just, though. I just try to make people laugh, man, and just spread positive energy. But if you want to smoke, you can get it too. Yeah. You give you gave them what you got. Giving time and giving that influence is huge. So that's yeah, that's man. awesome, man. Crazy. Yes. Yeah, that, that's awesome. Yeah, if you want to donate to something, donate to St. Jude. I've been there firsthand. I've seen how it goes, like where the money like it's, it's real. Like when you think you're just donating to something to some other blah blah blah, it's never going nowhere. Like it St. Jude, son, it it's going to the right cause. So that's that's one of the accounts that I cover in my real job um out in Memphis. And they are state of the art. Everything, I'm literally every piece of equipment is the nicest, the best, the finest that they can buy, that money can buy anywhere. And they really roll out the red carpet for not only not only the patients but their families too. You know, they they put them up, they stay in Memphis, they cover everything while they're there. They never get a bill for anything. Uh, like Fat Cat said, if if you are you know interested in donating to a very very worthy cause. St. Jude is top of the list for sure. Yeah, and Katie, uh, our IT slash PR slash uh, comment moderator, Katie Baca, through the com- through the link in there for us. Katie also did something else which was very interesting. Uh, 
She translated that comment from YouTube earlier. I, saw, I, I was just reading that, and I was like, that's interesting. Something sure. about Godzilla. That's bizarre. Uh, then here's the here's the donate link, uh, once again, for St. Jude <laughs> from Katie. So appreciate you, Katie. <laughs> so I have, I have a serious question of my own. Who do you think would win in a street fight between you and Brian the Carpenter? Mm-hmm. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Dang, bro. I know. Let's hear it. No weapons, just hands. No weapons. No, no, no weapons. Um, uh, loincloth, loincloth, and flip flops. That's all you get. <laughs> I like Brian a lot, man. I respect Brian. Uh, so you don't know him well. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what I'm into. <laughs> yeah, dude. So no, I, I, I would, uh, I'd wrap him up, bro. <laughs> That's what happened though. I would wrap him up. He would. I think he'd be smart enough not to get close because you in the UFC and all that. But if he got close, it's a wrap. If I get my hands on him, it's a wrap. I'm not good for throw. I can throw hands. Maybe I got at this age and the size I'm. I probably got a good 15 to 20 second flurry in. <laughs> flurry, <laughs> McFlurry. Hit him with that McFlurry. Get him, man. Hands on him. But I can get this elbow up under his chin. It's, it's night night. But yeah, he was for really big, man. He's that dude that like. He's a man. He, I'm sure he, I feel him. He would probably wallywop me a few good times, but I'd put him to sleep. I think yeah. I think that that Jersey boy ego would draw him. He would try to get in there on you. I think I can't see him just standing back playing it safe. I think he would. So he'd definitely shoot a shot. Being a big dude, man. I've been uh, always go out and stuff. I used to go out a lot back in the day, and uh, you're the one that they always want to try. Exactly. That's the one I always want to try. When I walk anywhere, I find the biggest one. I'm like, that's the dude I'm keeping my eye on over there. Fear, man. I'm not sure. I'm trying to make friends. I'm good, but like I say, we always end up best friends. I think the biggest dude in our sport might be Ryan Baca, and he's also the nicest. So big teddy bear. Yeah, big teddy bear. But he's terrible at terrible at shuffleboard. But big big teddy. Wait a minute. Me and him, me and him won, the, won the shuffleboard at Lake Fork. He just needed a better partner. I'm kidding. I think he beat our ass, I'm pretty sure, at Puzzle Kingdom, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Uh, and, you know, we always do a little editing of the video down to short clips and stuff. So we'll definitely edit the clip down of the I will put Brian DeCarpenter to sleep. So we'll put yeah, that Yeah, no, on. we're going to we'll, we'll save that. that one. We'll save that one for later. If a guy named Mike McKinstry slides in your DMs, don't respond. He don't don't tell him how to put Brian to sleep. We don't want him to know. Okay. No. Don't offer a stepladder. Don't do anything like that. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Brian was that Jersey redneck back in the day riding around a Ford Ranger on thirty eight boggers. I'm you know not that. shocked by that, to be yeah. honest with you. New Jersey redneck. Ranger. He still has a Ford Ranger, doesn't he? I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure he FaceTimed me from inside of a Ford Ranger last week. May not have been his. Who knows? That's very true. He could have stolen it. Who knows? Yeah. Well, uh, got... I think, what do you got? You got some questions left? No, I just got some comments. People saying MPFL doing big things, awesome series. They enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, Dylan saying that they did win some something. He said, you're welcome, Lambert. Maybe he carried you to some shuffleboard victories? I don't, I don't remember, to be yeah. honest with you, shuffleboard yeah, I, I feel all. you. Uh, but yeah, no, no other questions coming in unless somebody's got something last minute to throw in. Uh, but man, it's been a fun night. Wow, I knew it would be. Damn, I, I knew. I was like, this guy has nothing to do with kayak fishing at all. But your mindset is very similar to uh, that of our people, and I like that. You're a good dude. Yeah. Brian had nothing but great things to say about you. He's like, you guys are gonna have so much fun. He's one of my favorite people on the planet, and you delivered. That's what's up, man. I appreciate you guys. And sorry about the audio issue, man. I was dropping nuggets on y'all, dude. I was killing it, but like the audio messed it up. Uh, yeah, dude. Appreciate <laughs> you guys having me on. Uh, I love how you guys bust chops. I'm watching you guys the banner back and forth, and uh, good stuff, dude. Like I say, appreciate you having me on. Thanks for being a good sport. And uh, what's your name, Jeff? Good talking to you, bud. Yeah, man. <laughs> Damn. One last parting shot. I appreciate it. <laughs> no, I'm just, I didn't. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, that's awesome. It's been a fun night, and uh, I won't even put Jim's last question up there. Uh, maybe I can. It'll be a yes or no. Just a quick yes or no. Have you ever pooped in or off a boat? That was his question. Yeah, it's called a lunker dunk. Lunker dunk. There you go, Jim. 
drop a deuce right in there. <laughs> oh my God! Probably See? doing other people's boats, not my own, but uh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Simple. Wow. What, what a way to wrap it up. Thank you, Fantastic. Jim, for that contribution. Yeah, you're the man, Jim. You're the man. Well, everybody, th- thank you all from YouTube, Facebook, even the folks from the uh, the Far East who commented on the YouTube. We appreciate it. We appreciate everybody. Uh, yeah, it was it was an awesome night. And, and Mr. Fat Cat, we appreciate you, buddy. That was fun. Oh, thanks, man. Appreciate everybody that tuned in, too, to watch me. And, uh, yeah, man, thanks again, guys. Toodles. <laughs> See y'all.